Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Y'all, so if y'all haven't realized, <laughs> that's our new segment for mm-hmm. when we have guests shrink wrapped. That's what we're calling it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I know y'all have been enjoying the segments on attachment. So we had to bring in one of our favorite people. Some like an expert, you know. I yeah. wish we had a soundboard right now. It'd be like, don't, don't, don't. Play all his favorites. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Mary J, you know. My life, my life, my life, my life. (laughs) (laughs) So we had to bring in one of our favorite people, one of our favorite professors, one of our favorite people to just be around um, because we love him. He is a native of California Mm -hmm. and he received his doctoral degree from, let me say that again, his doctoral degree, because he's an expert doctoral (laughs) degree from Rosemead. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I was correct on that. Cause I remember that from the dome. (laughs) (laughs) See, I was thinking, uh, Biola. Well, Rosemead is the school of psychology Mm. at Biola university. Oh, okay. Y'all know we know our favorite person. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) So because he's so awesome, his bio is uber long. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to read everything. I'm just going to tell you the highlights. So as I said, he graduated with his doctoral degree from Rosemead. Then he moved to Dallas, Texas in 2007 Mm -hmm. and became the professor of Argosy University. Yes. It's an invisible school (laughs) (laughs) that we all went to. Yes, yes, yes. Well, that's what we had to bring. It's okay. The Lord brought us together. Yes, yes. For for good for good times, good mm-hmm. times to be able to get us through the hard times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's where we had the privilege of meeting Dr. Leach. And mm-hmm. the thing about Dr. Leach is, you could be having a horrible day mm-hmm. in a because mm-hmm. you just left class mad because you just you know had to take this two hundred question mm. quiz. Yes, I need you to come back from wherever you're going because <laughs> I'm not reliving this with you. Yes. Well, see, because see, the thing about Dr. Leach, you know, you could have a horrible day, but then you go into the office where the professors are because I used to stay in his Man. office. You go in there where the professors are and he in there singing, dancing making you laugh (laughs) you know that's just the type of man he is so you know Mm -hmm. we just enjoyed all of that jovial joy happiness that he excitement that he brought to life Mm -hmm. when we were you know struggling in our class (laughs) has a beautiful spirit yes Yes, beautiful spirit and now he's the founder of richland oaks which is a counseling center and he also started a university but i can't find the name of it real quick the Texas Institute 
of professional psychology. Okay. okay. There you go. So, as I said, I can keep going, you know, but we got to start the segment. (laughs) So help us welcome interns, Dr. Michael Leach. All them things. (laughs) Yes. So Dr. Leach, you want to just start off just kind of just talking to the interns and kind of telling them why you're considered to be an expert? Mm. Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just an expert, but uh, what I might be is... I'm good at teaching. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. I will agree with that. Uh, And when it comes to what we're going to talk about today, attachment, uh, I am certainly not a field expert in that I'm not generating this research. I'm not generating um, theory, what what have you, or protocols, Mm -hmm. but I am digesting and consuming this literature and trying to translate it Yeah. Yeah. to make it as accessible and... um, to get people to be excited about what amazing things are coming out of attachment sciences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I treasure my training at Rosemead. Uh, it was very formative mm-hmm. uh, and personally transformative, mm-hmm. academically transformative, theoretically transformative. Um, and I think they did a great job of training in some regards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. uh, but I've had incredible a privilege to have access to some really incredible folks. Oh, yeah. When you grow up in L.A. Mm -hmm. um, and you're in a a society that has several tier one universities, Mm -hmm. you've got more Nobel Prize winning scientists in Los Angeles than any other place in the world. Um, Attachment in in Los Angeles, it's one of the hubs Mm -hmm. where attachment science is coming mm-hmm. together to present together, to learn from one another. Mm-hmm. It's certainly, the research is happening all over the world and all different places, mm-hmm. but every year folks come yeah. to mm-hmm. LA. Yeah. yeah, oh wow. It's a hot spot. It's a hot spot. And so I'm um, going to graduate school there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sort of take it for granted that you have access to mm-hmm. the world's leading researchers. Yeah, and whether sure. that's you attending their seminars or mm-hmm. that's your professors mm-hmm. attending their seminars, mm-hmm. what have you. Um, it was a great privilege. Yeah. yeah. So, so how would you describe attachment science to mm-hmm. the layperson? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a, it's a comprehensive and complex set of knowledge uh, mm-hmm. that comes from uh, expansive research. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and it is the kind of research also that is cutting edge, mm-hmm. meaning... Uh, let's say 50 years ago, we did not have the kind of technology to ask the kind of questions mm-hmm. that we can now ask now. Yeah. yeah. Most profoundly would be like the functional MRI. Mm-hmm. Once the functional MRI comes online mm-hmm. or comes into the field of sciences, mm-hmm. um, now we get to ask questions that we never got to got ask you. before. Yeah. It's taking it to the next level. That's right. That's right. Which also means that we're going to disagree with ourselves a bit. Yes. <laughs> it means that we're going to... Not in this field. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> or we're going to um, alter or we're going to specify or uh, change a bit. Mm-hmm. But attachment is essentially um, defined in many different ways. And I want to define it in many ways mm-hmm. to help illuminate why... Uh, sometimes there'll be different definitions. Mm-hmm. It's because uh, we're looking at something different. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And so attachment science is much more like an umbrella mm-hmm. where you have multiple camps mm-hmm. all sort of 
um, having dialogue with one another, but also sort of siloed in their own specificity. Okay. Oh, wow. Come mm-hmm. on, paint the pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, you could think about attachment as the neurobiology okay. of interpersonal relationships. Mm. So attachment is definitely an inborn brain system. When we're talking about attachment mm-hmm. sciences, we're talking about neurology. Mm-hmm. We're talking about particularly psycho uh, neuropsych. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the psychobiology of interpersonal relationships. What's happening yeah. at a neurological level? Mm-hmm. You can also think about attachment in terms of um, the relationship between an uh, infant and caretaker, mm-hmm. yeah. typically called mother. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be mother, uh, but historically that's who we had available to, mm-hmm. to right. examine and research. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and often much of that research was with uh, folks that were um, in poverty mm-hmm. and with poverty comes lots of single mother mm-hmm. homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that becomes a very easy thing to study because you don't have an extraneous variable of called yeah. a father. Or, mm-hmm. So uh, so attachment could be thought of as the relationship between caretaker and infant mm-hmm. and particularly interest in what uh, what shapes or what affects the infant in their development. Gotcha. Okay. We can also talk about attachment in terms of romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. So interpersonal, but what, which mm-hmm. ones specifically? Mm-hmm. The romantic ones. Mm-hmm. Or we can talk about attachment in terms of uh, the relationship within oneself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So different people in different silos are mm-hmm. going to emphasize different aspects of attachment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to prize one over the other. Yeah, I'm particularly uh, rooted in the analytic tradition. Mm-hmm. So that's where I tend to go toward. And so I tend to go toward the development experience of attachment mm-hmm. and focusing mm-hmm. on infant mm-hmm. development yeah. and the intergenerational nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's just one area of focus. <laughs> yeah. So can... Yeah, let me say one oh, more thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because then there's also... Um, the whole body of literature about assessing mm. attachment oh, yeah. strategies. Yeah. And when uh, when you want to approach it from that uh, uh, camp, then we start using, an, again, different language. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we emphasize different things mm-hmm. like uh, the classifications, what type of or yeah. what strategy or what style of attachment. So then we start getting in our boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not always interesting to a lot of people that are in attachment science. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because that's not what they're wanting to assess. Right. Yeah. They want to assess things like emotional regulation. Mm-hmm. And they want to understand um, memory systems. Mm-hmm. And they're gotcha. not interested in secure attachment versus insecure attachment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So depending on who we're going to talk to and who's going to be asking the question and who's going to be answering mm-hmm. the question is going to come different emphasis. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you brought up the topic mm-hmm. of um, infant and single mother. Yeah. So can a child that's reared in a single parent home still develop a secure attachment? Oh, absolutely. Attachment as it develops in the infant is, uh, well, let me say parenting is one of the hardest things. And I like to tell folks that parenting is really just a series of failures mm-hmm. that is peppered with some successes. <laughs> that's a good way. He said to pepper. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. wow. Because people that. think it's the opposite. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so that uh, 
the kind of parenting, the kind of parental caretaking um, experiences between infant and, and, and caretaker mm -hmm. that lead to the security of attachment in the infant. Mm -hmm. The frequency of, of that positive or healthy mm -hmm. or secure kind of parenting occurs about 30% of the time. Mm. which means 70% of the time <laughs> it's a hot mess yeah. 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 because children are here to ruin your lives destroy <laughs> sorry mom <laughs> sorry not sorry I mean they're a little parasitic you know yeah. so I want to emphasize that um, it's not really about a one or two parent home okay. coming from the, the lived experience of having kids a two-parent home is a sorely under-resourced home. Mm. It takes more than two parents. Kids do yeah. not need two parents. Okay. They need a village. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I get out of the the whether it's controversial, whether it's uh, riddled by white supremacy, whether it's riddled by privileges, uh, getting out of the the dialogue about a single parent versus intact home. Mm. Mm -hmm. I work with a lot of intact homes. Mm -hmm. That's right. It's loaded mm -hmm. language, and it's um, it's not really vetted out in the science. No. Yeah. And in fact, some of the science of attachment is rooted in uh, East African anthropology, mm. where okay. we see okay. that there is really no su such thing as a mother. Mm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Wow. There's just a community of mothers that surround an infant. Yeah. Everybody helping. Everybody. Yeah, a two-parent home is an insufficient home to raise a secure child. Mm. I think you just made a very interesting point there. Yes, that's why. my notes out. <laughs> See, in turns, that's why we say you got to take notes. <laughs> okay, because this ain't a psych one hundred one lesson today, y'all. <laughs> no. This is a psych one hundred two okay. lesson. Yes. <laughs> so that's why I reject the question, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's a false question that mm -hmm. is riddled in in. Um, in uh, what did you just say? Contaminated. Mm -hmm. the, the question is a Trojan horse. Mm -hmm. There's a, a bunch of things hiding in that question. Can an infant grow to have a secure attachment in a single parent home? Mm -hmm. No. <laughs> but, but not even because a it's, it's home. already but, insufficient to provide the needs. Yeah. Based off all the different types of attachment that you were just describing earlier, neurolog you know, the neurobiological piece, the uh, social the piece. complexity yeah. of human beings yeah. Yeah. in terms of the complexity of what it means to grow. Yeah. Infants don't need one adult. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They need a society. Ooh. Man. Talk about that's... a slap in the face. Okay. <laughs> Talk about no child left behind, huh? Okay. We're all left behind. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So, you know wow. what? I, that brings me back to, you know, in the old days when they, when we were growing up, it was like, well, not the old days because I'm still young and beautiful. But in the younger days, uh, when they would say, you know, if if you go over, if you go over to your best friend's house and mm -hmm. you start acting up, you got my permission to whoop her butt. Yeah. Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Because it was the it was the village. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that principle has not changed. Mm -hmm. And it is cross cultural and it's cross millennial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Like through the millennium. Yeah. We yeah. have raised ourselves in communities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what uh, it means to be social creatures like we are. Mm -hmm. And what distinguishes us from other mammals. 
Wow. We, we Homo sapiens sapiens, are, <laughs> which is like the little biology right? yeah. um, that distinguishes us from, let's say, chimpanzees. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which are Homo sapiens of a different kind. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we are the Homo sapiens sapiens that can be aware mm-hmm. that we are Homo sapiens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The second sapien. Mm-hmm. And with with that awareness comes community. Mm-hmm. That we are no longer needing to fight for our individual mm-hmm. survival, but we collectively fight for our survival. Yeah. Do you feel as we journey towards a more individualistic society instead mm. of communitivistic, do you feel like that is more causing the shift into insecure attachments? Yeah, so I, I think I might... Uh, I, I don't know if we are moving toward a more individualistic mm-hmm. Um, I know for me and my house, mm-hmm. we will serve the Lord. <laughs> Absolutely. Get amen. And we are moving toward more community. Yeah. 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 So, uh, and, and in terms of the folks that I tend to try and associate with mm-hmm. yeah. said company yes, mm-hmm. is not trying to do something. No, we're trying to get closer. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. And bringing others in. And, uh, so I don't know if we are, mm-hmm. but certainly we have some vulnerabilities like social media mm-hmm. yeah. and That's media what in I was general. Thinking. Yeah. yeah. You know. Does not necessarily incentivize mm-hmm. or encourage. I, I'm not uh, anti social media in any way, but mm-hmm. I can just acknowledge that yeah. it is not oh, sure. necessarily um, cultivating, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if it has the potential. Yeah. yeah. It, it can still reward non collaborative mm-hmm. behavior and individualistic yeah. kind of. Okay, uh, and it was making me when you were talking about because when you asked your question, it made me think about social media, and you know, just kind of staying on the secure versus insecure mm-hmm, attachment style. Mm-hmm. So that a person that um, in their childhood, based off you know their associations, would have had a secure attachment, mm-hmm. but with the social media era and kind of the way the world operates now, can it start to foster uh, insecure attachment within self? versus even though I would have had it in my, you know, um, external relationships, but because of the way social media operates, it's now fostering an internal uh, insecure attachment. Yeah, yeah. so that's, a, that's a, a good question and requires probably a very long answer. Gotcha. Right? <laughs> um, uh, which I want to I attack a little bit. Okay the security of attachment that gets laid down neurologically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the infant happens from highly responsive, highly attentive, mm-hmm. highly effective parenting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not 100% of the time. 80-20 rule. Not even an 80-20 rule, right? I mean, it's like 30-70, right? Like, okay. oh, no. that, that's batting averages. Oh, oh A wow. really good uh, batter mm. in baseball mm-hmm. is at 300. Okay. Wow. So it's not about perfection mm-hmm. when we say highly responsive, highly mm-hmm. um, attentive, and highly attuned. Okay. But it is those qualities across time. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you fail at that, because you're going to fail at it, mm-hmm. We respond with the repair of it mm. by some more attentive, mm-hmm. attuned, responsive parenting. Yes. Gotcha. So this kind of attachment, uh, these set of experiences that uh, shape how the infant's neurology at a foundational level um, gets formed. 
serves in general speaking like an inoculation like a vaccination mm -hmm. so that as the infant goes through toddlerhood through childhood through adolescence through adults mm -hmm. adulthood young middle late adulthood mm -hmm. if that individual experiences difficult things a, a massive car accident parents mm -hmm. dying mm -hmm. um uh, scary traumatic events like 9-11 um, mm -hmm. neighborhood deaths yeah. mm -hmm. whatever it is that that individual is gonna struggle mm-hmm mm -hmm. I mean yeah it's gonna take some time to adjust mm -hmm. to uh, a, a very difficult situation of course mm -hmm. uh, the data though does vet out that if they had that security of attachment, if given the right conditions, mm -hmm. their propensity to get back, mm. yeah. to get restored, mm -hmm. to return to a level of high effective functioning, mm -hmm. seems to be determined by that earliest security of attachment. Mm. Gotcha. Okay. So, what you're asking it's a good question but let's look at the question mm -hmm. which is you're asking a question of a particular time yeah in a person's life mm -hmm. gotcha oh, okay and attachment is about the lifespan mm -hmm. makes sense in fact attachment is actually about society mm. because okay. attachment is about the previous generations mm -hmm. and the future generations mm. and what distinguishes attachment sciences from many other sciences is that we have these longitudinal studies yeah mm -hmm. this is not evidence-based um, interventions because evidence-based interventions are based on what six months mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and we're talking we've studied people before they were born mm. yeah when it comes okay. to the science of attachment yeah mm -hmm. It's deep in. Yeah. We were studying before they were conceived. What was the environment of their parents? Mm -hmm. And then have assessed their grandchildren. Do you understand mm -hmm. that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's how long we've been able to. Yeah. That's, that's what attachment science brings out of scientists. Mm -hmm. Is that they want to follow <laughs> people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And comprehensively. Uh -huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so your question was, can social media mm -hmm. undermine someone's security of attachment? Theoretically, no. Gotcha. But that doesn't mean that the individual may not be struggling. Gotcha. Yeah. May not be in, in, engaging in compulsive behavior mm -hmm. or pathological behavior mm -hmm. or be suffering a psychiatric condition. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Because you're asking about a moment in time mm -hmm. and attachment is the long game. Yeah. It is the yeah. intergenerational game. It reminds me of what we were talking about, how we've been here since the beginning mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. somebody's eggs was here. Mm. And right. so the egg of the egg of the egg of That's the egg right. is me. That's you right. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. That's yeah. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In Lakota spirituality in particular, you have seven generations, but you find it in many mm -hmm. indigenous mm -hmm. theologies or mm -hmm. cosmologies, right? So that what you do in this generation mm -hmm. is going to affect the next seven generations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the, these aren't exactly new concepts. No. But the way in which reductionistic and in, uh, Western science mm -hmm. has evolved, yes. it, it is it has tended to pose that question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Right. Rather than encourage us to ask broader, larger, yeah, African kind of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. Can, gotcha. If I can say so. Yes. yes. You can. Yes. You can. Because <laughs> uh, I think we've talked about this before on like some of the research kind of coming out now about, uh, we know kind of your thought on trauma, uh-huh. but about generational trauma yes. and how yes. that is passed down in yes. our DNA. Yes. Uh, so I think that's a good explanation of yes. where that science is coming from. Yes. Mm-hmm. In that, yeah, you know, the sins of the father Yes, are passed down. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so the way I think we within attachment sciences are going to say is that it's intergenerational attachment. Yeah. Or we would just say is attachment because that's what attachment is. (laughs) Yeah. It is inherently an intergenerational thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And when there is an insecurity of attachment from the foundational neurological laying down of that infant brain, yeah, it leaves the child infant child mm-hmm. adolescent adult rather vulnerable yeah mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's not destiny no by any means and an attachment can change mm-hmm. including from secure attachment to insecure attachment that was mm-hmm. going to be my next question the, the, yeah right. <laughs> these things are possible yeah. yeah it's just that it doesn't typically happen right so we, we mm-hmm. might want to bring an individual question Mm-hmm. About an individual mm-hmm. person. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But not like system. Mm-hmm. That's right. But that's not how it works, Okay, if you will. I need to go back to school with Dr. Leach. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm not doing enough CEUs. <laughs> it's in his blood. He's a teacher at I, heart. I felt like this when it was Eros. Yes. I was like, I know. can I go sit on the men's sack? No, I'm, let me just stay in blank. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is good. Yes. Okay. Oh, man. Okay, so... Uh, so attachment is okay. flexible, yeah, okay. but not that flexible. And part of the reason why it's not that flexible is that we resist its flexible capacity, mm-hmm. or we participate, conscious or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. So it, it's sad, right? Yeah, because yeah. it's not fair. There's a, there's an yeah. element mm-hmm. that attachment highlights the unfairness of the world yeah Mm -hmm. why do rich people get to um uh take out loans right borrow money Mm -hmm. at zero percent interest Mm -hmm. the people that need to borrow (laughs) money at At zero percent interest get 45 percent or 799 percent like payday loans yeah like never Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and attachment can be a little bit like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. because you become victimized by your own victimization, and then you participate in your own victimization, and then okay, you spiral. perpetuate it. Mm-hmm. What oh, some man. may call intergenerational trauma. There you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, uh, you know, so how do we want to talk about it? Yeah, and yeah. at what level do we want to intervene? Mm-hmm. Do we want to intervene mm-hmm. at the trauma level? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or do we want to intervene at a, an attachment level? Mm-hmm. Uh, and what can we do? Yeah. It given, seems like we need to do it at all levels. Well, yeah. that, that's right. Exactly. And so I don't want to prize one over mm. the other. Yeah. Gotcha. If what you have is 10 sessions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, or what you have is very limited capacities yes. yeah. in a patient. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. You know, if you're in direct care, you know, like, Uh, outpatient therapy is helping a person understand that capacity Mm -hmm. you know um 
in the past I worked with an individual that, you know, you would probably categorize as like chronically depressed. Yeah. And helping this under mm-hmm. individual understand this is your baseline. And, you know, your vision for wanting to be whatever you've designed in your head as a happy quote unquote person, you know, are you aiming for something that is not realistic for you? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and having the capacity to understand that this is your functioning level. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how many meds you take, doesn't matter how many coping skills I teach you. Yep that this is your functional level. So let's learn to manage within that functional level Mm -hmm. and really struggling with the idea of, well, no, I should be X, Y, Z place. But do you have the capacity to really Mm -hmm. obtain that though? Mm -hmm. Uh, And another, another uh, adjacent question is, do we? Yes. Mm -hmm. Does society, Mm -hmm have the capacity my gut says i have an answer <laughs> what i mean to highlight there is again whether we're talking about an infant mm-hmm. or an adult struggling mm-hmm. it takes a village mm-hmm. yeah it takes it takes Definitely. systems yeah mm-hmm. and attachment keeps vetting that out mm-hmm. so that it is inappropriate to expect this individual therapist yeah and this individual patient mm-hmm. to true. get as well as we would all like yeah mm-hmm. yeah definitely mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Uh, because it's complicated very very right? it's, it's it's uh the soul mm-hmm. is deep yeah that's why one of the things that i ask when i do an assessment is what does your support group, mm-hmm. your support system look mm-hmm. like? Absolutely. Because I'm not doing this by myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. I need some help, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. you need to feel supported. You know, it, it's, it is a long road to healthiness, depending yes. on what's on your plate. Yes. Yeah. All of you know my um, specialty area is addiction and yes. family members of addiction. Mm-hmm. It's because I work with both, it's hard for me to make sure, you know, the family stop enabling the addict, but mm-hmm. then it's all, they also need the support. So it has to be a, a fine balance between mm-hmm. making sure you're still there to support, but when they're healthy and when they understand their capacity to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's a hard uh, line to walk yep. because sometimes <laughs> you don't know when that capacity is like, nope, my capacity is to drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. my capability is to find my drink my drug of choice so i can cope yep. yeah that's that's what i'm capable of doing mm-hmm. yeah one of the ways whether they're addicts or uh or or, or not addicts but with attachment disturbances we're often asking them to imagine something mm-hmm. that they don't have the capacity to imagine yeah. And yeah. so it doesn't matter that y'all are perfect therapists like I know you are. Of course. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. You, I mean, you, I wish. <laughs> you can give someone something beautiful, mm-hmm. but it can be unfathomable yeah. and nonsensical. Yeah. That's the insidiousness of mm-hmm. the insecurity of attachment is yeah. that yeah. you just gave them something beautiful, but because it makes no sense, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it has to just be dismissed yeah they're not there yet um someone that i know uses uh percentages and when they talk about your capacity to love and so if you are in a relationship and your capacity to love is 70 percent 
And I'm not saying you have to be at 100 or anything right. like that. Mm-hmm. But if your your capacity is 70%, but you're with somebody that's 30%, you have an overabundance of love that this person is not going to be able to receive because they don't understand it. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense to them. That's right. They yeah. are a lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nut allergy. Hey, yeah. hey. Yeah. yes. They can't digest it, no, mm-hmm. and then metabolize it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Make it become them. Yes. Mm-hmm. All they can do is pass it out. Yes. Mm-hmm. All over the place. Yes. <laughs> right. and, and they got there honestly. Yes. Because yeah. it, it doesn't need to be any judgment in it, and I think that's the thing. Absolutely. Like there has to be an awareness of like, let me just look at what's happening in this situation and not past judgment because you have to in a relationship you want to be matching yourself up with someone who works for you and you are different every day Mm. and Mm. i think a lot of people kind of lose that in their relationships like Mm -hmm. you need to be how i've envisioned you and that's not that's not their walk that was what you made up sometimes as a child Mm. yeah (laughs) that image that you have in your head is hard to replace oh yeah (laughs) You never lie. Well, and we talk a lot about that, about what voices in your head mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. um, whose messages are you listening to? Mm-hmm. I think that kind of speaks to a, a lot of about attachment, mm-hmm. you know, what we've yes. learned and associated with mm-hmm. just insert whatever descriptor, success, right. value, right. worth, you know, all yep. of those mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. Um, that if it's my mom and my mom was, you know, critical and, um exploitive whatever mm-hmm. you know that i'm going to view the world from that lens and mm-hmm. enter into my relationships either suspiciously or um frighteningly yes mm-hmm. yeah or i'm going to be the excessive one you know i'm going to be yeah. the 70 but attracting a bunch of 30s yeah you know stuff like that and not yeah. understanding why things don't work out why people mm-hmm. don't love me yeah because because you're picking wrong yeah yes mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you know what we do have some people who they um, have people who gravitate to them a lot and they don't understand why uh-huh. do why do these people keep wanting to be in a relationship with me or you know mm-hmm. things like yeah. that yeah. so you have the opposite side too mm-hmm. true which is the same thing mm-hmm. coins have two sides mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they oh, have yeah. edges too mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that that infancy attachment experiences teaches you we learn um, how relationships work yeah mm-hmm. we learn what to expect from them yeah uh, and we learn what not to expect from them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we learn uh, that certain things don't even exist without being aware mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. exist. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Like we're not aware that loving relationships are possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That's a level that requires mm-hmm. some security of attachment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Th- that's what makes it so insidious. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. You don't know what you don't know. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary Very part. It, that's right. And so, so on some level, I find attachment sciences to be uh, wonderfully uh, forgiving mm. for the mess of our lives. Oh wow! It, it is a grace-based, yeah. drenched yeah. theory that that really lays out wh- how, wherever you are, mm-hmm. it makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is how you got there. This is how you <laughs> got there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you didn't get there alone. Mm-hmm. Because if you got there alone, you were already dead. Oh, wow. We know Ooh. that from our orphan or, uh, orphan studies. Mm. Yes. yes. That right? That if you don't pick up a child, mm-hmm. if you don't interact with a child, yeah. 
they'll just die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. just about to ask you the that. Rhesus what were monkey your, one too. Yeah. I was just about That's to right. say, what yeah. are your thoughts on, you know, parents who force the self soothing or the crying in the yes. crib thing? Because that is definitely working on some attachment yes, stuff. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It gets, it gets super complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, because b- b- part of the, um, so, he had a lot of thoughts, y'all. <laughs> they're, they're running. They're running. Exactly, Here goes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, not that one. Not that one. Okay. <laughs> so, what your question sparked in me, uh huh, in a way that hasn't yet, sort of surprisingly, but what I want to know mm-hmm. is who is listening to my answer. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh. I would like to know my audience mm-hmm. because I, if I'm speaking to a parent. Who's mm-hmm. particularly um, anxiously and uh, a- uh, ambivalently attached? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I say something like, yes. <laughs> "Highly responsive parenting would not let a child cry it out mm-hmm. and, and quote self soothe." Mm-hmm. Then that anxiously attached system, yes, without their awareness, becomes yes. a helicopter parent. Yep. Becomes an uh, validated uh, their engrossed mm-hmm. boundary crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't blanket statement it because you don't know I what don't their know. level of functioning is in this particular area. Well, whether we're going to call it level of functioning mm-hmm. or from an attachment perspective, yes. what is their attachment style, strategy, yes, yes. classification? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't know who's going to be listening to this mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and how they're going to take true. it. That and they're going to take it the way they take it by honest means, yeah. right? Like they got there honestly mm-hmm. to distort what I just said. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Makes sense. Yeah. It happens all the time in sessions. That's yes. right. That's right. But that is not that, what I said. At all. And <laughs> that's when you say, what did you hear me say? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Can you repeat back what you heard me say? Because mm-hmm. I didn't say that. No. But that makes yeah, sense. That makes yeah. sense. It, makes it a definitely lot of sense. does. Because you want to give it from a perspective of facts and not opinion. And you want to also make sure that you're not further hindering their uh parenting process that they're going through absolutely so it has to be individualized Mm -hmm. and on that note another way of also saying it is i want my answer to be highly responsive (laughs) to the questioner yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i want to respond to what the infant i mean the patient (laughs) needs yeah Mm -hmm. definitely right so because that's the essence of secure exactly parenting or secure relationship yeah prime example if my mom, and I, I can say this because she's told me stories. Mm. My mom has always told me I've been a calm baby. Yes. Like I, I came out the womb chilling. Yes. So there was no, she had to self, like allow me to self-soothe. I was just like, huh, okay, how you That's doing? Right. That's right. Versus my younger brother, he's not like that. He's like, no, where are you at? That's right. Come pick me up. Yes. Mm. And so we're two different kids. And obviously my mom was two different parents because we're 10 years apart. So it it really does have to be individualized. Yes, absolutely. So that highlights the complexity of attachment Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. we're also talking about temperament. Yes. That is so hardwired in a biological before there is much of a external relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. An internal relationship Mm -hmm. in in the womb for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But um, yeah, we call you an easy baby. <laughs> and she has said that. Yes, right? And, mm-hmm. and that usually just means you, you didn't make a lot of demands on me. I was just me. chilling. <laughs> yeah. But your capacity to um, 
uh, or your propensity mm-hmm. to not get over stimulated in your neurosystem. And that is true till today. <laughs> yes. Don't <laughs> y'all be calling me out on the air. <laughs> and and where it gets wonderfully complex is how that then pulls a kind of mother out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because there are some kind of mothers. That's right. Because attachment is dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's fluid. So for some mothers, they cannot stand the easy baby. Mm. They don't have purpose. <sighs> Whoa. Or love. Like that too. when I see, I'm the emoji with the, the like, <laughs> explosion head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That makes sense. It yeah. does. And it by does. purpose, we just meant define in a specific way. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. You need me in a specific kind of way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So it's not that you have an easy temperament mm-hmm. per se. Mm-mm. Because we can see that certain people, yeah. that's distressing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Wow. Uh, whereas uh, if it was your brother <laughs> and there's a different kind of mother, yes. they're mm-hmm. like, this is the best thing that ever happened because you need me. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, yeah. and now we can sleep in the bed together till yes. we're 14. And mm-hmm. it's like, oh, Lord. Like, what's, uh, Please okay. take him out. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, By it's, him, I mean you. Yes. yes. <laughs> and even to take it a step further, it even affected like how we responded to illness. That's right. Like I got the measles, the mumps, chicken pops, all these types of things. And I was good. Yeah. My brother almost died every other month. Yes. You know what I mean? From a scratch. From a scratch. Breathing problems, nut allergy, (laughs) (laughs) you know? So it was, it was different. And of course there's some, some other things that probably were going on, you know, the environment that he um, grew in and different things yes. like that, whether she was stressed, different things That's of right. that nature. That's right. But it, it's, it's interesting just mm-hmm. how all that comes together to create your earth side beginnings of your attachment. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. And that's what we mean by highly responsive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't mean rushing in. No. Mm-hmm. Not quick. It's not about being quick. <laughs> Necessarily. Mm-hmm. Because if that kid needs it quick, then you well, got to yes, be quick. Yes. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But this kid didn't need quick. <laughs> no, it bothers my that's spirit. Right. <laughs> right. And so that's hi- what highly mm. responsive means is to the specific and individual yes. unique needs in that moment. For that person. For that person. Mm. Yeah. And like I yeah. said, Parenting is a series of failures. <laughs> it is not easy. Peppered with some successes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you and knock some, some heads off with that one. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure we probably have several of the interns out there that are like, oh, this makes so much sense now. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like, oh, I don't have to be a perfect parent. No. Yeah, because I talk no. with some, oh. some individuals about parenting from a place of guilt. Or parenting yes. from a place of fear. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and how that, you know, shadows how you interact with your children because mm-hmm. you're parenting from this place that is um, going to be overprotective or underprotective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, there's or so obligation. Obligation, you know, because you're, you're not leading with, you know, clear eyes, for example. You know, um, and that's going to likely be based off a lot of different experiences mm-hmm. as an individual, mm-hmm. experiences as a parent um, that, 
really kind of shape how you deal with your child or really deal with other people. But since we're talking mm-hmm. about parent child yep. relationships, yep. Mm-hmm. you know, how you deal with your child. And then as we've already said, you know, that continues on. And then now I'm interacting in the world and I'm walking through like, Oh, well, my mama parented me from fear. So maybe I should be fear afraid mm-hmm. of things. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah. life is, uh, if there's a relationship that doesn't have fear and it doesn't make sense to me, it's not yeah. a relationship. So why would I engage in it? Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to seek out relationships that evoke or provoke mm-hmm. degrees of fear. Yeah. Because that's how relationships work. Yeah. Come on, trauma bond. Yeah. That, that's right. Because <laughs> right. you can be trauma bonded with your parent. Mm, clearly. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, what, what did you say? Oh, yeah. Shadow. Mm-hmm. Overshadows. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is a lovely sort of. Um, uh, a visual mm-hmm. of a parent, um, you know, with the sun behind them, mm-hmm. casting the shadow. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, I want to even double down on it. Okay. Okay. And uh, if you're parenting from those places of fear, uh, you're also infecting. You're putting the fear into your child. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's it's. I wish it was just shadow. Yeah. Right, like, but it's more like the shadow, you know, where the, the hands are coming. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. A little Freddy Cougar. Yeah, that's yes. right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, uh, what an infant needs is when they're stimulated, whatever the stimulation is, mm-hmm. to have a, a responsive parent able to return them back to homeostasis mm-hmm. across time. Mm-hmm. But if the parent is already starting at a level of agitation, yeah. overstimulation. Or it's opposite, understimulation yeah. and availability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then that infant can't get comforted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, what these temperaments do? <laughs> He's pointing to Doctor Wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> Give it to me. Is uh, allows for some parents mm-hmm. to um, get by mm-hmm. despite their inadequate parenting. That is oh, correct. Wow. Right, so see where it gets real complicated? Oh, yeah. That certain temperaments, I am horrible at soothing you, (laughs) but it didn't really matter because you're so already in a (sighs) middle range. Mm -hmm. See, Dr. Strickland and Dr. Jones Hahn knows my my recent cancer story, Mm -hmm. and there is a story in there specifically Mm -hmm. about one of my parents Mm -hmm. where this went on. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. It is very yes, true. Exhale, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then when another sibling comes along, mm-hmm. we see how there can be some differences mm-hmm. where certain temperaments reveal mm-hmm. compromised mm-hmm. attachment mm-hmm. in parenting. Is that, is mm-hmm. that Definitely. Sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's Absolutely. very complex. Yeah. yeah. But we want to speak in these broad terms so yeah. we can do something with them or mm-hmm. make sense of the world. Well, it makes me wonder about like personality disorders. Uh-huh. You know, you were just speaking about either you're um, an excitable parent or you're based in fear or mm-hmm. you're an uh, an under excited parent. Yeah, unexcitable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, Exactly. Hello, yeah. I'm right here. Pay yeah. To me. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is before the days of cell phones. Yeah, you, right. mm-hmm. right. you know, that's mm-hmm. not a new concept. Mm-hmm. So it makes me think of like, you know, when you have parents that are either on the extreme ends yes. and 
um, if we talk about personality and how that's developed, mm-hmm. you know, how does that transition and morph into what, you know, what our field, you know, describes as personality disorders, especially m- for me more on the, um, the wild end, you know, you got wild, you know, weird and wary, mm-hmm. but you know, the wild end, you're uh, narcissistic, you're antisocials, you're borderline yes, histrionic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the things about attachment sciences is that they haven't quite mapped so acutely mm. okay. to direct diagnosis. Gotcha. What they do, um, what, what the research does reveal is uh, the association and the predictability gotcha. of gotcha. insecure attachment, especially the disorganized infant-child attachment Okay. tends to predict very well mm-hmm. personality disorders or dissociative disorders mm-hmm. okay. yes. or oh, okay. um, multiple uh, addictive behaviors. Okay. Gotcha. Sometimes all three, mm-hmm. uh, let alone other psychiatric gotcha. conditions. Okay. Uh, but it's uh, it is it's mainly as I know, uh, as I know the science, uh, it's mainly disorganized attachment that gotcha. can be pre- so predictive. Mm-hmm. Whereas the other uh, insecure attachment styles are not quite as powerfully predictive. Gotcha. Okay. We do know though that they are absolutely suboptimal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yes. We definitely know that the secure attachment is optimal. Right. Mm-hmm. Across board whether that's predicting things like um, the recovery from a psychiatric condition, mm-hmm. like you got a bout of depression, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that security of attachment, I think it was something we were talking about, mm-hmm. they're going to recover likely. Mm-hmm. Your question was a, a, a moment in time. Mm-hmm. Well, it, security of attachment is not going to predict very well whether or not someone does or doesn't get depressed right. mm-hmm. or does or doesn't develop an anxiety disorder. Okay. Or doesn't doesn't develop some personality disorder on some level, right? But it does tend to predict that their capacity to make use of therapy. Mm, gotcha. It does predict okay. the recovery. Makes sense. Yeah, is, is that, does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in terms of personality and personality disorders, one way to think about personality is that it's the accumulation of of temperament, mm-hmm. which is bio, bio, biology. Mm-hmm. Um, the wiring of the neurology mm-hmm. attachment across time. Gotcha. Okay. So that the personality is the summation of experiences and other developmental tasks that's resting on the foundation of attachment, mm-hmm. which gotcha. is influenced by temperament mm-hmm. and not the infant's temperament, mm-hmm. but the infant parent interaction mm-hmm. temperament, which we're okay. now going to call personality in the parent. Got you. But everybody got a temperament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right? So, yeah. So personality is the summation mm-hmm. across okay. time. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, which includes a thing like a sense of self. Mm-hmm. Uh, includes emotional regulation. Oh, mm-hmm. Why you keep telling, taking my words? I know. It involves interpersonal relationships. Yeah. Personality uh, involves... Um, cognitive styles and processes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that that might be the summation of a personality. 
Gotcha. That definitely makes sense. It it reminds me when we were talking about last month about um, Ted Bundy. Oh, yeah. And how a lot of times when you look at different serial killers and they talk about their personality disorder, they also do a very in-depth study of their family system that they Mm -hmm. are currently in as well as their family of origin and all of that and how that all intermingled together. Mm -hmm. So that that makes Mm -hmm. a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Let me just give a plug to (laughs) one of my favorite books, (laughs) Mm -hmm. which throws a wrench Uh into some of these things. Okay. Um, Andrew Solomon uh, wrote a book called Far From the Tree. Mm, Okay. Mm -hmm. And it's basically uh, chapter after chapter after chapter, thick 500, 600 pages, basically giving you all these exceptions Mm-hmm. and these exceptions of course and these exceptions and like he just does not let you find yeah. a simple answer oh, wow. it's, it's delicious okay. um, because it makes you um, it, it ought to make you surrender to the mystery mm-hmm. and the complexity of yeah. life and and one of, so so that the the, the 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 title of the book it comes from the saying um, the, the, the apple, the apple does not fall far from the tree. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. That's the adage. And, mm-hmm. and then sometimes, <laughs> which is what his book is all about, sometimes it actually did fall uh-huh. far from the tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, you may be straight parents that have a gay son. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. You may be uh, dwarf parents that have a non-dwarfed child or yeah. vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Or deaf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or some other disability. Mm-hmm. Or psychopathy. Mm. You can have a child that mm-hmm. murders other children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Because it happens. Because it happens. Yeah. Despite what all the research might say, adequate functional parenting mm-hmm. and environment, mm-hmm. i.e. Dylan Klebold. Yeah. And Columbine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's been very, the mom has been wonderfully transparent mm-hmm. many years later yeah. but the main person that has interviewed her for over the years is Andrew Solomon mm-hmm. okay and so here's this uh, we want to just make it a simple mm-hmm. yeah. this happened because bad parents and now I'm safe because I'm a good parent and <laughs> the world is fine mm-hmm. yeah but that's about the parent that's instead right. about the kid that's right yeah the, um, this makes me think that a, a good adjunct book to what you're the mm-hmm. one you just talked about is um, A Man's Search for Meeting Oh, sure. Yes. That's, that's one of my favorite books. Absolutely. Um, that, you know, and for those that have never read it, you know, about the Holocaust mm-hmm. and, you mm-hmm. know, still being able to have hope and yes. perseverance in the face mm-hmm. of, yes. you know, all of these terrible tragedies yeah. in that, you know, it's not as simple as. No, it isn't. If you just yeah. had good parents, then yeah. you'd be fine. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that kind of uh, contradicts the school when they say, well, you what's wrong with your parents where your parents at or you know mm-hmm. they flipping in the in mm-hmm. the yard in the mm-hmm. cafeteria where your parents at mm-hmm. yeah well, they don't have nothing to do with the parents yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah at all. Yeah, oh absolutely. and the the book that dr strickland was talking about is by victor franco shout out to the victor franco uh logotherapy institute as well as mm-hmm. dr uh barnes my former professor because he passed this year mm-hmm. so shout out to them uh, yeah beautiful mm-hmm. man he gave us a lot of meat and meat and uh, vegetables today. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel like I need to go run around the building or something. <laughs> hey. you, were you going to ask a question about emotional regulation or? Mm-hmm. And is it gone? Yep. Don't Blue out ask. the window. 
I can't remember. If I remember, I, I'll throw it back in there. <laughs> well, while while you're thinking about it, you know, I kind of want to transition to uh, attachment and adulthood. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. you know, we did our our paper on oh, yes. adult attachment. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, because that was something that was very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the interns know that I, you know, I was a military brat. Yes. Um, but I was also interested in, you know, my how my relationships have formed mm-hmm. um specifically being well you know a third culture kid yes. um but also just kind of romantic you know things that have happened in the past and you know how that has uh shaped my romantic relationships mm-hmm. um so are there differences in the types of insecure attachments that you've seen in adult romantic relationships versus you know what the science says about your uh, insecure attachments in childhood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, essentially, they they mirror each other. They they share a lot of similar characteristics, but because mm-hmm. of the way in which they're going to be expressed in the context, mm-hmm. we we tend to not see their similarities in the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, but an example might be. If you're a, a dismissive or avoidant attached child, mm-hmm. one way we assess that and observe that is we put that child in a room with their parent mm-hmm. and then we have that parent leave mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the child gets distressed because mm-hmm. their caretaker has left mm-hmm. uh, and, and, then, uh, and then we bring the parent back in and we see how does that child respond or make use mm-hmm. of the parent. Mm-hmm. And, and then we also sort of do that all over again and also by introducing a stranger into the situation mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. And then bring the parent back in. Mm-hmm. And we we observe how does that infant, toddler, child make or don't doesn't make use of the parent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dismissive, avoidant child is not going to go make use of the parent for soothing. Mm-hmm. They're going to tend to avoid the parent. Mm-hmm. They're going to go be playing in the corner. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So in adult romantic relationships, we might see that uh, an avoidantly dismissively attached adult Mm -hmm. uh, may not even acknowledge or know any sort of need states. Mm -hmm. They may have difficulty even knowing unto themselves Mm -hmm. that they're needing soothing. Mm. I feel seen. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I'm a, a dismissive uh, attachment style. On that, I've talked about yeah. that before. That you know, um, like I pre-plan text messages like to my friends yes. and things like that mm-hmm. because you know it would just won't cross my mind. Not because I don't love this person no, and want right. a relationship that's with right. them, but it just yes, mm-hmm. it does not occur to you. Yeah. yeah, it does not cross the consciousness. So yeah. it's not something that's being blocked out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's not the subjective experience mm-hmm. of someone who's dismissively attached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. 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 But you adapt it to the needs of the people that you love. So you schedule them. Yes. Yes. Which is your movement towards security of attachment. That's mm. your movement toward earning. Yeah. Which we might say there was probably a bit more secure attachment in you mm. in your infancy. Mm. Shout out to Mama, Mama Pena. Dad, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then something had happened. Yeah, you were born into the military. Gotcha. Which is not conducive, right, to community. Even though 
You talk to military families, fierce, supportive. Yeah. And then we just break you apart. There you go. And then you have to put it back together mm-hmm. and then break you apart again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So the illusion is that military families are fierce and supportive and they are. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing about those conditions that supports longevity. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what we might wonder about you. Yeah. Is that you may have actually been way more securely attached than you realize. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then some adverse childhood experiences. What we might call being in the military. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is an adversive childhood mm-hmm. experience. There is nothing about being upplanted, transplanted, uprooted. Yeah. Without your consent. Yeah. Without your input. Or knowledge. Sometimes <laughs> we leave in knowledge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, tomorrow. Oh, gotcha. Okay. There's nothing about that that says these are the qualities of how we want to um, live as a society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you're having adverse experiences mm-hmm. of which you're learning and having to adapt to. Mm-hmm. But your capacity to return to a level of collaborative behaviors Gotcha. Your capacity to be aware of your own state of mind mm-hmm. and the uh, the state of minds of others, your capacity to regulate your feelings, mm-hmm. right, might all speak to that there was some foundation. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. That then is layered on on top of with some adverse childhood experiences. Gotcha. Of which are going to take some adjustment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But your capacity to return mm-hmm. in the way that you have have might indicate more security of mm-hmm. attachment in infancy. Gotcha. Whereas if you were someone else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who didn't have that level of security of attachment mm-hmm. in gotcha. infancy, may not have uh, the capacity to be as aware of your own mind mm-hmm. and aware of your own need. You you know you need to reach out to people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know you need yes. To, um, to, to, to communicate to your friends that you love them. Mm-hmm. The pre-planning, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's not genuine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But some would not be able to get that that far. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And may not be able to finish a doctoral program that was challenging. Doctoral tr- program is already challenging. Right. Mm-hmm. And the particularities of your particular yes. challenges. <laughs> your program, yeah. right? Yes. The particularities of your particulars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So, uh, not that I want to disagree with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? But this is the sort of illumination of the, the complexity. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That security of attachment doesn't mean you're going to have an easy life. Yeah, I completely agree. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does, though, sometimes mean that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because secure people tend to attract secure people, which then t- tend to attract secure environments, which mm-hmm. then tend to mm-hmm. st- adapt well to challenges. Right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. There is some implications there. Right. Well, Dr. Leach, I was going to say that I think I'm dismissive avoidant. But you kind of make me think different. Because, you know, because yeah. I had the opposite mm-hmm. because... I would. I didn't grow up in a uh, military family, mm-hmm. but my parents are performers, so they traveled a lot. Yes. So um, even though I didn't go anywhere, yes. they did. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I do believe maybe I did, but maybe I did 
develop a secure attachment. But when I became an adult, it was nothing for me to pick up and move. That's right. Like I, only reason why I'm still in Texas is because of yeah. Dr. Strickland, Dr. Wall, and my husband and this business. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Because otherwise, it would be if I got hurt, I would move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and it it would be just at the right time I would get hurt. Oh, I, oh, I graduated from uh, get my BA. I can go to Georgia now. Let's go. Yeah. You know, so I would avoid dealing with whatever situation it was mm-hmm. by moving. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was thinking it was avoiding for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, I'm not disagreeing per mm-hmm. se. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's complex. It's, it is way mm-hmm. more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Can uh, you. D- just ahead, like you, you don't need two parents. Mm-hmm. What you needed was a village. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and one of the difficulties of attachment is you can't remember what it was like yeah. being one. Mm-hmm. You can't remember what it was like being two. So these are not things that you specifically can reflect on right? directly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's possible that you had a community of other caretakers, Mm -hmm. which we find a lot in certain cultural communities in America, Mm -hmm. not often in white communities, Mm -hmm. but we find it in, in certainly certain pockets of black communities Mm -hmm. that there is a play mama, Mm-hmm. There are church mamas. Yes, it's so Aunties. funny because my uh, my village were they were white people. <laughs> sure. So they were the ones who took care of sure. me while my parents were yeah. traveling. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so the the point being is was there responsive parenting across time? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's not optimal to have your biological parents be so unavailable literally mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not optimal mm-hmm. yeah but the neurology on some level don't really care <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. i was hungry yeah mm-hmm. did you feed me mm-hmm. yeah my stomach hurt did you soothe me yeah i don't want to be bothered did you not bother me <laughs> <laughs> yes yes <laughs> exactly and those kind of repeated experiences uh-huh. mm-hmm. okay. can you speak to the importance of healing those different traumas yeah. and things that come up before you enter into an emotional or sexually intimate oh, yeah, relationship yeah, yeah, as question. an adult. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I remember reading that thought y'all question you guys had, and, and I remember I'm not liking uh, a kind of prescription of do this before this mm-hmm. in that, we're a mess anyways. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Do this while this? Uh, that very much is. Mm-hmm. Even though there have been plenty of people mm-hmm. that I've sat with, I'm like, mm, never do don't this. Don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> don't do this now. Yeah. Can we wait six months? Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, uh, what I'm trying to sort of check in my own mind mm-hmm. is my own capacity to, to know everything. Yeah. Right? Um. We know that attachment is sticky. Mm-hmm. It it tends to follow family lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm gonna wait to to repair mm-hmm. my attachment, mm-hmm. I'm, I may not. I mean, I get it. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So there there is this. Mm-hmm. I, I sort of wanted to make sure that some sentiment like yeah. that is, is out there that this is a long game mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. and this is for the next generations just as much as it is about your Friday night. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Uh, that being said, <laughs> there does seem uh, enough evidence to suggest we ought to delay certain decisions mm-hmm. and take some time to attend to uh, the disruptions of our attachment mm-hmm. so that we can process our traumas mm-hmm. so that we can enter more honestly our romantic relationships. Gotcha. Mm. Makes sense. Uh, it reminds me of the inner child stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. like... Yeah, say more about that because that's a, that's exactly <laughs> what this all is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. it, 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 to me, it's like we're talking about attachment. Um, yeah, let me just say that right now. When we say attachment, <laughs> you might as well start thinking about your inner child. Yes. Because mm-hmm. yes. that's what exactly. it is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because that's where it's from. Exactly. Okay, so that's what exactly. we mean. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so in my head... I, I'm going to say it one more time. Go ahead. Sorry, I keep interrupting. <laughs> no, you're okay. Come on. But historically, uh, the inner child was sort of presented, I think, uh, scientifically or in our community or our general um, uh-huh. Pop culture as something woo-ish and like so I like to emphasize yes what we're talking about is neurology yes mm-hmm. from your infancy yes and if you want to call that your inner child <laughs> do yes because mm-hmm. what it is and it didn't go anywhere no mm-hmm. no right like, you are you, yeah, you, are you. Mm-hmm. Um, we we never meant that there is this child inside you but that's what people like there's think there's an organ yeah. it's inside like a little, you. It's a little yeah. child sitting there yeah <laughs> yeah but what we mean is self-soothing how do you mm-hmm. yada 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 so anyways yeah, yeah. keep going but <laughs> what i was <laughs> saying I is again. i've actually been doing a lot of work with people working on their inner child because there is this dichotomy between the two like mm-hmm. who i am today mm-hmm. And then who I was as a child. Mm. And I think what people don't realize because we do have so many things unhealed Mm. and don't know that they're even unhealed Mm -hmm. is that your inner child is actually the adult you and your adult you has not even been born yet because it's you're still stuck Mm. wherever the trauma happened or wherever the the issues happen. So you're growing day by day. Well, most people. Unless it's some some serious stuff going on, a growing day by day, but we are wearing our wounds on the outside, yeah. and they haven't like we've talked about in the mm-hmm. past. They haven't actually turned into a scar or yes. scabbed over. Yeah. They're still oozing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, development is one of those strange things in that uh, there's no stopping it. No. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no stopping the the body mm-hmm. developing mm-hmm. when you die right exactly <laughs> um, so there's this tension of uh development just keeps building on itself yeah mm-hmm. compounds compounds and so um when the inner child was harmed mm-hmm. on some level like just speaking biologically mm-hmm. development didn't stop right mm-hmm. right it keeps going <laughs> mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And so that adult is defined by the nature of that inner child, mm-hmm. which is why the adult doesn't really look like an adult. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh yeah. Right. They're, they're, that's Impulsive responding. And... Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why you're you're not your adult self yet. I think is what you're getting uh-huh. at. Yeah. yeah. Even though they are an adult because yeah. they can do adult things. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's just their adultness is defined by their inner childness. Great example. Yeah. We've been talking about 
the whole self-soothing debate mm -hmm. like you can tell <laughs> when you when people get angry or when something doesn't go their way yeah you can see a whole bunch of adults still do not know how to self-regulate or right. self-soothe themselves and it's That's like right. oh okay this is what we're doing today. Yes. Oh, those yeah. mantrams are real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, self-soothing is also such a misnomer on some yes. level, right? Because uh -huh. yeah. to self-soothe was to other soothe. Yes, yeah. definitely. So what's the self, what's the nature of that self mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. going to engage in the soothing? Or what's, exactly. what's the relationship of that self mm -hmm. that's going to engage? Oh, you look alone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? mm. You're not employing anybody to help you hang on to yourself yeah, yeah or was... my goodness are you demanding everybody mm -hmm. engage yeah. in your yeah. self-soothing because that's not self-soothing no. either right because there's mm -hmm. people that are not available mm -hmm. some people that are not interested yeah. and some of you that's none of their business mm -hmm. or if you ask them these people they're actually going to do you more harm if yeah. they if you ask them to help self-soothe you right yeah. that's yes. an anxiously entangled yeah. kind of way of self-soothing mm -hmm. mm -hmm. as opposed yep. to the tantrum all by themselves mm -hmm. is a very dismissive or alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's one of the things that I've been telling uh, people lately is like, you know, as babe infants, we had to learn how to self-soothe at some point um, in our infancy, toddlerhood, whatever. Yes. In our infancy, we had to grow the capacity to soothe. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Said another way. Mm -hmm. Grow the capacity. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. I'm using it. Yes. Quote it, Dr. Leach. Because <laughs> I want to get away from the selfness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. Not that I don't want to hold people responsible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So but if I don't have the capacity, I don't have the capacity. And I can't be held responsible for not having that capacity because the capacity was dependent on other people mm -hmm. in my infancy. Right. It wasn't given well, to me. And it that's, wasn't given to me. Yes. It was my birthright. And mm. see, that's what I tell the adults now that like <sighs> when we had to learn that in infancy, that's but right. it, do, it doesn't change. We still have to learn how to have the capacity that's right. to be able to deal with whatever said situation is going that's on right. without having mantrams without having uh Rage. rages yes. yeah you know things yes. of that and we have to learn how to soothe yes. or self um injury yes yes that's attachment right. is kind of like a dowry mm. you know what i mean mm. it's got a whole bunch of stuff in it mm. yes um and some of it you don't need um but it's <laughs> all there because it's yours yeah like that that's kind of my takeaway yes. like that's my visual that's that's popping up in my head mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like it mm -hmm. yeah and consent wasn't um necessary mm -mm. Mm. at all <laughs> it's, uh, attachment mm -hmm. is a non-consensual mm -hmm. phenomenon mm -hmm. yes yeah and so guilt can't be in the mix and that's something I talk with some, uh, I have talked with clients that have had trauma history mm. is using your adult brain yes. to hold the child accountable to what you would do today. Yeah. Um, when they do, did not have the capacity to think the way that you have to think today. So holding a seven year old responsible for, you know, well, I should have said no, or I should have done mm -hmm. this. You know, a seven year old does not think like a 40 year old. No. They don't have the even can't even begin to have the understanding, you know, outside of like some, well, not even genius children, you know, oh. yeah. um, they just don't have the experience. They don't have the understanding to make those types of um, abstract, complicated, mm -hmm. nuanced, yes, time specific decisions. decisions. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes guilt is a, a deflection that like keeps us stuck in the problem that we're trying to solve. 
Okay. You know, like we get distracted by it. Mm. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. I know what you mean. You know, because we talk, we talk about the whole spiral thing and being able to spiral in any given emotion mm. instead of um, feeling it, understanding it, and processing and all of that. So I feel like sometimes in, in sessions, especially here recently, you know, people not doing good in the panini press. Right. Um, mm. Folks in this guilt right now, they are really struggling with, I should be doing this and I'm not where I need to be in these things. And it's, it is a distraction from being able to move forward and mm-hmm. being able to be solution focused. And that's one of the things that I've, I I tell my clients, I was like, y'all not using guilt right. Guilt is not, so, <laughs> guilt is not supposed to make you st- stuck in whatever it's situation. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to push you forward to do something different. Mm-hmm. Guilt is a lazy form of grief. Mm. Let me write that too. <laughs> oh. Guilt is a lazy form of grief. Can Tell me more on that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Dr. Michael Leach, circa 2021. <laughs> I don't think it's originally my idea either. But well, we don't know where it came me from. Either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not only does group uh, does guilt distract. Uh, guilt is a way of saying I don't need you. Mm. Mm. We, Doctor Lee, we, what we got notes like we he in said, class? Take me to church. I mean, okay. <laughs> if you need to charge me for these CEUs that I can send to the board, let me know. <laughs> Guilt functions in a way of saying, "I do not need the cross mm. with a with a crucified Jesus." Mm-hmm. Scoot over, Jesus. Mm. Let me pay for it. Ooh. Oh. So so guilt is not love. Mm-hmm. Guilt is not relational. Right. Guilt is saying I don't need you. And it's based in grief for the fact that I needed you mm. and you weren't there. Oh wow. It's the concept of I hate you, don't leave me. Yes, absolutely. Wow. Um that keeps somebody stuck mm-hmm. in the I hate you. But then I I need you come back. Mm -hmm. Um, And in this case, it can be rather self-directed. I hate me, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to tend to me so well in my (laughs) hatred. (laughs) Yeah. That I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. I've never heard it put that way. Me neither. Guilt is narcissism. Mm. Mm. Go back to listen to those series. Last month. Mm Mm-hmm. Guilt is a, is a form of, of uh, narcissism that says, I can do this on my own. Mm. Let, watch me. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Watch me, you know, carry this. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, it's a badge of honor. He out here busting y'all upside y'all heads <laughs> in turns. <laughs> We're going to have a and lot I of comments on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is a good one. Yeah. Okay. Attachment is always about usness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Attachment is really weeness. Yeah. Right. So we don't really. It, it makes no sense outside mm-hmm. of a context of relationships. Yeah. Everything is we. It's a, Shout it's, out to somebody else's podcast, but yes. everything is we. Absolutely, everything is we. <laughs> uh, guilt is the inability to say I need you. 
I need something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Well, I know I'm not going to be feeling guilty no more because I ain't trying to be <laughs> walking know. around with that. Right. I'm going to be like, y'all feeling guilty today? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Lee said, <laughs> you trying to push me away and say you don't need me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-mm. That'll have and you working your emotions differently. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I feel for folks that are guilt-driven because um, to let go of the guilt mm-hmm. is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because of the grief of not being loved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grief is a really cheap form of self-love. Mm. Oh, wow. G- guilt is a really bastardized version of self-love mm-hmm. wow Ooh. so what about the the parents that lead with mm. guilt guilt tripping mm-hmm. yeah i mean uh, job security <laughs> <laughs> true true okay making paper i can <laughs> i respect it yeah. i mean i don't want it and it's te- it's it's tragic to watch that yeah mm-hmm. um and and to watch in no way is it like in my mind demonizing a parent oh, it's no. just tragic yeah to yeah. to watch a parent not be able to say to the child i need you mm-hmm. and i know you need me yeah and that we can figure out a way through this gotcha mm-hmm. that's tragic yeah, yeah. that is because it could be that simple yeah mm-hmm. do you feel like shame is also one of those things like guilt and Okay. Yeah, um, I know the science. The literature can can parcel those things out differently. Mm-hmm. I tend to, um, I tend to think of guilt as a phenomenon, and the emotion involved in guilt is shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the same, there's something well. inherently wrong with me that I need. Yeah, mm-hmm. gotcha. Okay, and therefore I am guilty. Mm-hmm. Makes sense for needing. Ooh. Which is a very weird concept because it's like so you were you were just gonna be on the planet and there you were just gonna nothing. <laughs> Said another way, oh now I know what your infancy was like. Mm-hmm. So you were just on the planet. Yep. All alone. Yep. Ooh, By wow. yourself. By yourself. Noted. Mm. And so they've got to do some repair yeah at such deep levels Mm -hmm. to imagine a world Mm -hmm. populated by people (laughs) that you can use not in a bad way that you can make use of thank you yep it's like help my words they was wrong (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so it's kind of like those people who i guess kind of say verbally not that they mean it but verbally say i don't need anybody I don't need to be, I don't need a man. <laughs> yeah, so you're terrified of needing mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. having needed hurt you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not needing anybody is lazy grief, mm-hmm. said another way. Mm-hmm. Wow. Sometimes lessons you learn are not actually, let me make sure I'm saying this correctly. Mm-hmm. The lessons we learn happened. But it doesn't mean that that is a 100% statistical evidence-based thing. Correlation does not yeah. equal causation. No. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and having that uh, self-reflection, skeptical suspicion of mm-hmm. the lessons that we've learned. Mm-hmm. Because who was doing the learning mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the lesson? 
mm-hmm. the learner probably determined what kind of lesson I was going to learn. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. And see, that's why I asked when uh, I asked about those lessons that you learned from like to just say the previous year or whatever. Yep. I want the good, the bad, and the ugly so I can know yeah. what your perception is of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not what they normally give. They sure. only give the good. No, a lot I asked for all. Yes. No, I'm saying when yes, they, they try them, to, yeah. they're, yeah. because they're conceptualizing. Number one, I'm talking to the expert mm-hmm. that I'm dealing with, and so there's not a lot of vulnerability in the beginning, mm-hmm. or sometimes the whole time. <laughs> but um, they're like, I need to put my best foot forward, mm-hmm. and your best foot is not what I need. Mm-hmm. I need all of you. yep, and that's which hence why I asked yeah. for all. And yes. so after you give me the okay, so what about the bad? Okay, so what about the ugly? Because mm-hmm. 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 that that kind of that speaking from you know, my therapist hat uh, that tears my last nerve up mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> when you're like, hey, I'm I'm here to help you. I'm here to be part of your support system, and the fear, shame, mm-hmm. guilt, whatever is going yeah, on, yeah. Um, hinders them from being able to give that information mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. So it's like you're in this constant limbo with your yeah. client because they're they're not ready to let go of the facade that they're continuing to carry. Yeah. That mm-hmm. image they created. Yeah. Yeah. Your patient is in a constant limbo. Yes. And you're in it with them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Said another way. Yes. Because mm. it is true. Yes. Because yes. it's supposed to be a... But we talk about that here all the time. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We're walking this journey with you. Like yes. this is not us... Because we have a degree hanging, you know, mm-hmm. behind us that we know more about your life no. than you do. Yes. You are the author of your yeah. own life. Mm-hmm. We're just an assistant to help you get wherever getting is. We're the editor. He's yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. No, I was mm-hmm. just thinking about these <laughs> patients who can't even imagine mm-hmm. a world or a relationship mm-hmm. yeah. where if I were transparent. Yeah there would be a pleasurable experience. Acceptance. Whether we call that acceptance, whether we call that um, confrontation and calling something what Mm -hmm. it is, or um, yet staying in relationship, Mm -hmm. um, whether that's an emotional, uh, affective resonance, you know, whatever it Mm is, uh, they're suffering in part because they can't imagine reality. Yeah. yeah, we've heard it several times, uh, you know, at least here at our office, uh, we have a lot of first time therapy individuals. Yeah. And on top of that, a lot of uh, black women. Yeah. And I know probably all of us have heard several times, you know, I just I couldn't cry in front of you. You know, this is after sessions yes, and sessions yes, and sessions, yes. mm-hmm. but I couldn't cry in front of you because I just didn't want to look bad in front of you or yeah. weak mm-hmm. or weak. Um, so when you talk about that capacity to even understand that I could have a relationship with somebody that is, um, not steeped in hostility, yes. mm-hmm. competition, competition. Mm-hmm. you know, that it, it really is about support, encouragement with some accountability, mm-hmm. um, that it really takes a long time to get to a point where you believe it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that's in something I ask. Yes. That's something I ask my clients um, when we're talking about whatever. What is your dream version of this? And because a lot of them don't know, yeah. and so I say, okay, so let's let's go back into movie history. Go find this 
the perfect version of it in a movie that yeah. you've watched. Yeah. I said, and then we can pick that apart and see what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Yeah. I was like, because I'm not going to give you my version because yeah. this mm-hmm. works for me. It's not going to work for you. Right. It's so much going on in the world right now. And we could all use some extra support. At Balanced Beacon, we offer counseling services for individuals, couples, families, and groups. If you're in Texas, give us a call at 214-396-6503 or visit our website at www.balancebeacon.com for more information. Attachment is so robust. It is. Mm-hmm. We're just scratching the surface. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Like, I, you know, the question that Doctor Leach asked us before we started recording is: so is there going to be a part two? Like, how? You know, how? <laughs> how I was long just are we going? thinking about yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like it's so much information to share that like it could be a part five. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because yeah. I was thinking about you know a piece of the question that you asked a little bit earlier mm-hmm. about when you were saying to do this before this mm-hmm. and I was just thinking mm-hmm. about attachment and sexuality because mm-hmm. that is a yeah. a significant chunk of us mm-hmm. now there's a small segment where sexuality you know they don't really deal with that mm-hmm. but for the mm-hmm. most part yeah. um that there's is some a form of attachment yeah but for the most part that is a huge piece of yes. you know your adulthood mm-hmm. and how you relate to someone on a deeper level yeah and how your attachments in childhood you know how they've developed over time can complicate your understanding of Mm -hmm. yourself as a sexual being Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. um and how to move around in the world Mm -hmm. yeah either and that could be with self and with others yeah because i was getting ready to say Mm -hmm. you can even break that down more uh, for women understanding femininity Mm -hmm. and uh sexuality without being sexual yes and mm-hmm. even with men being masculine mm-hmm. and what that you know what mm-hmm. i mean it can be broken down so many yeah yeah mm-hmm. it reminds me of um uh with me being a resident sex therapist it reminds me of when i get couples in and they are not having a fulfilling sex life and we find out that the root cause of it is because what they learned in church. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't change just because you walked up and down an aisle and signed a piece of paper and filed it with mm-hmm. the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Like you still have those same thoughts. Yeah. You still have that same, um, attachment to this belief mm-hmm. about what this should look like for yeah. you. And that guilt mm-hmm. and shame is not leaving just because now, the Your church marriage. has yeah, said you right. can you can do yes, these things. That's right. Yeah, um, I can't tell you how many couples, especially because we're technically in the Bible Belt, yes. <laughs> um, struggle with that. They have yes. horrible sex lives. Yes. Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, where do you, where do you even go yeah. from there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I was what I was thinking about as you guys were both talking about romantic relationships and sex lives. Uh, I like to listen to, I, it really doesn't matter what my patients are going to talk about, right. but mm-hmm. uh, there are, seems like there are certain topics mm-hmm. that are particularly um, evoking, yeah. mm-hmm. 
particularly evoking of the attachment system mm-hmm. needs for safety, yeah. security, and exploration. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole um, sort of purpose of attachment in infancy mm-hmm. yeah. is to help the infant become a toddler and go explore, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. and then come back to the safe base to receive safety and security. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's those tensions of safety, security, and exploration and risk. Right. Mm-hmm. No different than in adult relationships mm-hmm. and marriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I can't f- think of anything better than <laughs> sex and sexuality mm-hmm. that needs both of these things. Yeah. Safety, Clearly. security, mm-hmm. and risk and adventure. Mm-hmm. And it's the reverberation of these two dynamics that we call romance mm-hmm. that can exist across time. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, it often fades mm-hmm. because we choose one or the other right mm-hmm. uh, we don't think we can hold these tensions mm-hmm. yeah together and um, but I was I was thinking about listening to patients I don't really care what they're saying or, or I, I don't care like the topic per se mm-hmm. but I want to I want to watch their minds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I want to watch uh, as they talk about said topic mm-hmm. yeah uh, What's their face doing? What's their body doing? Yes, all of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like the body keeps a score kind of concept. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, another concept of coherence mm-hmm. is their discourse is, is as they're telling me the story of their sexual history mm-hmm. or their current sexual relationship. I, I don't care what they're going to say. Like mm-hmm. I can, can sort of stop listening to the details right. with one part of my brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And all I want to hear attend to is is the story that they're telling coherent Mm -hmm. does it stay organized Mm -hmm. is there enough Mm -hmm. detail but not too much Mm -hmm. is there enough detail but not too little Mm -hmm. do they start sentences and then sort of stop them in the middle and then Mm -hmm. begin another sentence Mm -hmm. do they get tangential Right, like I don't care yeah. if they're saying it's a good sex life or a bad. I like yeah. I don't care what they're saying on some level. Uh-huh. Yeah, at this level, this is the attachment level. This is how yeah. I can get a sense of their attachment style or mm-hmm. status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is mm-hmm. when they're okay. experiencing emotional needs like sex can be. Yeah, mm-hmm. what happens to their mind? Mm-hmm. Does it get real flat? Yeah, and unemotional. Does it get all tangly? Gotcha. Does their face look disgusted? Yeah. Like you just said that and I have a, a new couple that I'm seeing and I'm like, oh my gosh, the husband is anxious, attachment, and the wife is dismissive, avoidant. Like I can, I can, like I can see their intakes. Yes. Because we intake separately. Yeah, we don't yeah. do couple because mm-hmm. 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 I need to look at y'all individually. Yeah. But I'm looking at their dynamic as well as them individually. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, it is, it's just so much mm-hmm. just in that, like yeah. what you just broke down. Yeah, the, the, the dismissively attached folks mm-hmm. tend to be real concise. <laughs> <laughs> Happen on a Tuesday. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> just thinking about the email that I wrote. <laughs> I'm just be like. Brr. Done. No fluff. <laughs> you might get one line of fluff. And then that's it. That's why we all work so well together. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a low context communicator. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then mine look angry. 
So I have to have somebody proof it. I might need to put a little <laughs> bit of fluff in this because that sounds angry. <laughs> y'all know y'all just going to get a one word. Okay. Yeah. Yes, no. <laughs> Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that concise description yeah. of their sex life or their romantic life mm-hmm. or history signifies them taking offline mm-hmm. needs. Mm-hmm. It's the, the child sitting in the corner, not making use of the parent mm-hmm. now that the parent has re-entered. Yeah. I, I, I don't need, I'm, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he rub it on the wall. It's real nice. And it's like, texture. oh, oh, you came back. Yeah. Or, I mean, it's, or it's, oh, it's you came back. Okay. Re- sometimes it's just a, a non-acknowledgement. Mm-hmm. It's like I know you're return. there, but I'm not going there with you. Yeah. Mm. And then, it, uh, but it's worse than that, right? Mm. Like, it's really like it doesn't occur to me mm-hmm. to know that yeah. you're there or mm-hmm. not there, right? Like yeah. that's. Yeah, we were imbuing this kind of language. It's yeah. as if they're saying, mm-hmm. "I see you, mm-hmm. yeah. but I don't need you." But mm-hmm. it's worse. It, it seems mm-hmm. worse than that. It's just yeah. you're mm-hmm. not there. <laughs> right, it's dead air. Right. It's just yeah. yeah. I on on our uh, podcast, they've heard me say there have been moments in my life where my avoidant attachment comes up, and I'm like, "You don't exist in my world." Yeah, I could walk by you, and you are not there. I'm, I'm more healthy now yes, y'all yes, so don't yes. don't judge me but um it's real that like yeah. that you not existing yeah you really yeah. don't exist people think you're like being funny or like oh they just playing games no i'm like i literally cannot see you yes. you are yeah. literally a blind spot yeah mm. yeah Wow. I don't perceive you. <laughs> yes. I see you. Yes. Because my eyes are taking in data. <laughs> yes. But the brain says that's not important data to pay attention to. Exactly. So and see, just... that's what that's that's the part where I, when you started, I was like, I'm confused now because I will cut you off and go block you on everything. Different like, method. I Yes. I don't have to talk to you no more ever. Not quite dismissive I'm good. attachment. But, but I think that gets <laughs> that can be more entangled than anxious. No, avoidant. Oh, oh, I was saying avoidant. Yes, I know. Oh, but the kind of conscious awareness. Mm-hmm. that you're describing oh gotcha 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 can be more indicative of the entangled mm-hmm. and anxious attachment mm-hmm. whereas the kind of what i was saying like <laughs> it doesn't even occur to me like oh shoot i scrolling through my messages i haven't oh geez i haven't even messaged this person in like three months like what's happening <laughs> oh shoot hey <laughs> how are you friend yeah. <laughs> yes That's right. yes like yeah, that. So it lacks intentionality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, charge yeah. it to the game, not my heart. <laughs> no, charge it to me because I'm, I'm not right. responding. Right. 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 Whatever. Nope. Yeah. Gladly not pay that bill. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Hilarious. So then what about the anxious type? Yeah. You know, so that, I, you know, yeah. I hear your description on kind of what that would look like with the uh, dismissive avoidant mm-hmm. type so so for the anxious person kind of describing um how you know, they are show up in romantic yeah. relationships mm-hmm. yeah. yeah they they can kind of to put it in dsm terms okay sometimes it looks a little bit like dependent mm-hmm. oh, okay. personality disorder mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. someone is consumed mm-hmm. with the thoughts of other people mm-hmm. gotcha consumed with the perceptions and experiences mm-hmm. of others a bit mm-hmm. obsessive a bit obsessive, okay. Okay. Obsess- obsessive qualities, mm-hmm. um, and and we understand that rooted in the infancy, mm-hmm. that when the infant 
aligned their internal state with the parent's internal state. Yeah. That parent became more accessible to them, okay. even if it was a little invasive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And too much. <laughs> yes. However, so I got mm-hmm. access to you. Gotcha. Yes. So does it look like abandonment issues? It sure can. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but when we start looking at the real extremes of abandonment issues, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then we start wondering about uh, a disorganized attachment. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where there are more intense um, bouts of uh, rejection, mm. dismiss- dismissing and avoidant qualities. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then intense bouts of over-involvement and enmeshment. Mm. Okay. Disorganized is that it's it's not dismissive, and it's not avoidant. It's mixed. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. it tends to have this inconsistent style. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I feel for those individuals. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a lot. You can't yeah. you can't get any this instabil- baseline. It's like <laughs> ah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. The instability. Yes. Um, that's created yeah. in within you you know you don't how do i even walk around in the world that's right mm. um co- you become a chameleon in the unhealthy yes uh kind of way yeah mm-hmm. and it, it, yeah it may have been adaptive in its origins mm-hmm. but it's not adaptive in in reality and, and yeah longitudinally right mm-hmm. it's more frightening yes Ooh. very mm. boy Y'all getting this work today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home and tell my husband, so I was right. I have a dismissive attachment. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just funny because I, I don't know specifically what his is, but I would say he has a much more secure mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. attachment style yeah. um, because I can see the difference in how he interacts with um, his parents yeah. versus how I kind of interact with, some of mine because i have multiple parents you know Mm -hmm. just other than the two that's right um Mm -hmm. and i can see you know how like wow that really is there is a serious difference in what you experience as a child in Mm -hmm. how you communicate you know what boundaries you set don't set yes um and then as adults what you expect yeah. From other adults, uh-huh. mm-hmm. what you what you accurately anticipate. Yeah. Um, how collaborative you are in your problem solving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how how effective you are at yeah. knowing that that you need something when you yeah. need something. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 interesting to see in real time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. With a degree of awareness. Yes. Of, of, of it happening. It yeah. is. Uh, which, which is a little bit more of your security of attachment that's just been layered with some really difficult child experiences. Gotcha. Where being dismissive mm-hmm. was probably rather adaptive. Yeah. But yeah. it's not necessarily the core of your neurology. Mm. I would agree with that. Say that. I would agree with that. Say that. Because yeah. in the book uh, Attached... You know, they kind of talk about that, how, you know, yeah, you may fall into a specific category, if you want to call it a category, Mm -hmm. but it's pattern and pattern, Um, but it's a little bit more nuanced. It's not this only secure. That's right. I'm only secure all the time. That's right. There's other things that pop up. Like, I know I have abandonment issues because my my father was not in my life consistency. Exactly. I don't have to explain it. There you go. (laughs) 
but I'll be giving information. No, that's you know? fine. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, but it's irrelevant. On some yes, level too. exactly. And so it's like, okay, this is why I am going on this particular yes, journey, this yes. path. So let me realize how I need to handle myself in order to feel secure and to be secure. Yeah. So. Mm. So <laughs> this makes me wonder about when the two, when two different styles come together. So you have a, mm-hmm. let's say, anxious type and an avoidant type mm-hmm. come together. Typical. Mm-hmm. You know. It's not good. Yeah. It, or yeah. a disorganized type and a dismissive type. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, like. I mean, what? it's all suboptimal. Of course. Right? Mm-hmm. Of like course. It's just, and it's also honest. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we, we just. It is what it we is. We got here by honest yeah. means. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the only way to get out of here is through honest means. Yeah. And th- you can't do it alone. Yeah. Right. And I think the important part of that is, are y'all willing to work on it together? And are you willing to also, work on it, period? Willingness is a tricky. Yes. Yes. Right? Because you don't know that you could have willing. <laughs> you have the yeah. capacity. Right? Yes. yes. We have to also mm-hmm. assess the capacity yeah yeah because you could want something all day long i i can't give it to you though mm-hmm. I, right. I may literally not be able to give it to you that's right yeah and dismissively attached folks are not really willing until they're mm-hmm. willing yes and then you've turned that corner it's like the light bulb that's just right came that's on. right mm-hmm. that's right and so it's a kind of difficult question to ask uh-huh. right like mm-hmm. you can't ask of someone of something that they can't do mm-hmm. yeah but i'll take the willingness enough just for you to come right like, <laughs> yeah. specifically yes. attached folks yeah. if you're coming i'll take oh. that as your testimony that you were willing to come yes and that that is probably the capacity by which you can determine you were willing <laughs> if this don't sound like my introverted butt <laughs> It's like I got i got too many avoiding things going on at the same time <laughs> Wow. Well, you know, that's why when you work with couples, you when they <clears throat> have issues, you have to, under, we ask them, okay, so what are your expectations? What are your expectations? And just because you have these expectations, it doesn't mean that this person is willing to to provide you what mm-hmm. you need from them to meet your expectations. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, they may not, even if they are willing, they may not have the capacity to do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And, ev- and there's a tension of... Um, I am asking you, uh, what, what, what are your expectations? expectations? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm asking you, what are your expectations mm-hmm. for this? I have to both be attuned, mm-hmm. Re- mm-hmm. Uh, respectful. I've got to be mm-hmm. responsive to that individual's, yeah. what their expectations are while all at the same time having a robust enough skepticism <laughs> to whether to, to mm-hmm. understand or know, can this person accurately, effectively identify mm-hmm. meaningful necessary expectations yep Yep. (laughs) that's complicated yeah very much so i can take you where you're at but it doesn't mean um you actually answered my question yep right or you you may not know what you need yeah uh and so i might have to do some imagining for you Mm -hmm. and imagining several things so that it's not me yeah yeah so that it's not exactly me Mm -hmm. however there is a me that has achieved a degree of security of attachment. Yeah. Therefore, I can know. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. On your behalf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
because that's what a parent is supposed to be doing yeah. is to know on behalf of the infant what you need mm-hmm. based on the, some of the data that you've given me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's yeah. complicated, right? Like if it you is. ever had an infant, like what? Bizarre that Tell there are me. Like 17 different cries. <laughs> yes. All I hear is crying and I wanted to shut <laughs> But now that I'm a parent three times over, now I get, oh, there are these different cries. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that parent doesn't get it. That's yeah. not the kind of cry they mean. Mm-hmm. That, that's not what they mean by that cry. No, they like, were they, just hungry. They, yeah, that's right. Or attention. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just annoyed and leave you're, me the hell alone. It's hot you're in my face. It's hot. That's right. <laughs> Stop talking but, to me, mom. But that's difficult to know immediately. Mm-hmm. Yes. No different in the clinical moment. Mm-hmm. So what are your expectations for this therapy? Mm-hmm. I may not be able to determine mm-hmm. in that moment, in yeah. that first session, yeah. mm-hmm. the accurately what exactly is this cry? I mean, this expectation mm-hmm. that you have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So it's going to take some time mm-hmm. for the, the the therapist to to vet that out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And them to vet that out of you. The sure, that's right. You know, because that makes me think about the what I was saying earlier about some of our clients saying that I couldn't cry in front of you because yes. mm-hmm. I didn't want to look weak or, you know, so they're mm-hmm. also vetting all of that out of you. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. You know, are you going to be consistent? Are you going to be non-judgmental as, you know, yes. people describe therapy to be yeah. Are, are you, you capable? Be, are you going to be patient? Are you yeah. going to, you know, all of these things? Because yeah. holding space is not easy. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And the money help, helps. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. I do, right? Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm not here for my own needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After you just yeah. paid me. Mm-hmm. After yeah. that, I'm here to work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it might be, you know, the, there is some thought that it might be, in terms of attachment repair mm. at this foundational level and what is what it takes to change this foundation yeah. mm-hmm. that is beneath levels of consciousness, mm-hmm. uh, beneath conscious awareness, beneath narrative explicit memory, mm-hmm. because it's in these first years of life, mm-hmm. yeah. that, that it might be not uh, reasonable Mm-hmm. to expect the therapist mm-hmm. to be repairing the attachment repair mm-hmm. because the therapist mm-hmm. is human mm-hmm. and is not perfect. Mm-hmm. And not that the infant needed a perfect parent. Mm-hmm. They just needed a good enough parent, mm-hmm. which meant that parent was going to get it right about 30% of the time. <laughs> yeah, But go. now that they are an adult and they didn't have a good enough parent, and therefore they have this insecure attachment. Mm-hmm. What they're needing is a perfect gotcha. reparenting experience mm-hmm. of which we cannot be. Right now. Because we're not perfect. No. Right. I may be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I can't sustain that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no shame in that. No. Yeah. Right? Mm-mm. Right. And so hence the need to work in the playground of the patient's imagination Mm -hmm. to to remember the youngest inner child self Mm -hmm. and to give that inner child a perfect parental experience Mm -hmm. that the individual patient cannot conjure up themselves because insert what we already said yeah you, you already had a not good enough yeah. parental experience 
mm-hmm. which means you can't imagine yourself out of this. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. That's what secure folk can do, right? Secure people mm-hmm. have the capacity to imagine themselves out of this mm-hmm. context, situation, yeah. difficulty. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Which is not to say, though, that the repeated experiences of, an, of a present, benevolent, attentive therapist doesn't help yeah. or doesn't heal. Definitely. It just may take years and years and years of that. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's, it's not real yet. Because it's not real yet. I see you, but I don't see you. It's approximation. And yeah. it's once a week. And Yeah. I just had somebody ask me that um, maybe a couple of weeks ago. How long does this take? And I said, well, I've seen some people for four years now. And we're just now getting to a place where they can come once a month. Yeah. Because of all the things that they've gone through. So you may be here a year. You may be here five years. But that doesn't mean you're going to be coming every week for five years. Uh, now. Thou some, mayest. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, this is a journey. And this is a you know, you will experience different things from today through, you know, the end of your time that may require you to be here in some capacity mm-hmm. f- for the lifetime. Yeah. You know, so, you know, not getting stuck on the idea of the end. Yeah. yeah. I think it's important for, you know, our clients to realize it, it takes as long as your healing necessitates it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And don't mm-hmm. limit yourself like that. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, my my ultimate goal is that, you know, one day we get to a place where people use therapy as a preventative measure, you know, mm-hmm. we're getting closer to that, but yeah. we still got a, you yeah. know, a long way to go. Yeah. Um, Cause most of us go to therapy in crisis. Like yeah. mm-hmm. I don't know who's solving crisis in one session, but it ain't me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. right. it's, it's very no. rich. Mm-hmm. If I could shoot. Right. Well, and I think um, for a lot of our clients, what they have to realize is that it takes a long, some of, a lot of our clients that come in because they're cri- in crisis, mm-hmm. it takes them a while to get to the point where they can imagine something different. Because yeah, mm-hmm. I've, yeah. I've had several clients tell me, well, I can't imagine anything different other than what's going on in my life now. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. you have to get past that. Yeah, your imaginator yeah. broke. Yeah. <laughs> fix your imaginator. Yeah. There was yes. no Willy Wonka in their neighborhood. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, something you were saying, uh, shoot, and it's gone. It's gone. Oh, yeah. How long is this going to take? Mm-hmm. Well, what's the this? Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Um, Come on, Socratic questioning. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would like to know what this we're talking about. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I s- suspect you have many thises mm-hmm. that you yes. don't even know. Yeah. yeah. And the this that you're coming in for is probably not the this that you really need to work on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah no. The that. It's the that, right? <laughs> so yeah. let's work with the this. Yeah. Long yeah. So we can get to that. <laughs> so we can get to the that. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. And sometimes that means you're not going to process a trauma with a patient. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Oh yeah, yeah. for we're, sure. We're actually not going to talk about that. Mm-mm. Sometimes it's really not even necessary, right? Well, you know? it's, sometimes it's counter uh, counterproductive. Yep. Oh, yeah. Counterproductive. Mm-hmm. Yes. In fact, it's I'm not really pr- 
willing to participate in mm-hmm. hurting you. Right. Yeah. So you're not going to tell me that story mm-hmm. because when you tell me that story, you're in a state of mind as if it's really happening right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not, mm-hmm. but your body is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm not here for that. Right. No. Like, yeah. I'm not a perpetrator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is uh, true. And so I know this is the, this that you wanted to talk about, but that's not helpful to you. Right. Mm-mm. We got to do some of something over here. Yeah. First. Oh yeah. Before you have the capacity to then tell me those stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's levels to this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Jesus. Interns. <laughs> no, go ahead. I'm just saying we was together. I was just I saying interns. That was all I was saying. Oh, I was going to say, we can go. We can keep going. We can keep going and we can keep going because. I'm telling you, doctor, in which I wish we could take advantage of Dr. Leach because he lived so far away <laughs> that, you know, it'd be hard to get him back over here. But and so I wish we could take advantage of him, you know, and get everything he got in his brain. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll make be, sure that he comes come back. back. Yes, we'll make oh, sure because yeah. this 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 is a lot of mean potatoes. Look, we might just. <laughs> you be a regular guest. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'd be honored. Because right. I'm telling and you, everybody, well, everybody's only been one other person. The two people, I think they going to love them. You yeah. know what I mean? They, uh, Trish, they love, is she coming back? Mm. Yeah. They're going to be like, when is Dr. Leach coming mm. back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll find something for him to do. Because y'all, y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all can't have our Dr. Leach. Because y'all no. going to love him just like we do, but y'all cannot have him. We no. are possessive over Dr. Leach. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they are, they are also enjoying um, having a man on the podcast. Yeah, you are our mm. first uh, male oh, guest. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is true. Well, that's even more special. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know you're you're joking, Doctor <laughs> Jones, <laughs> about being possessive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yet, there's something to be said mm-hmm. that this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That that something about a kind of relationship. Yeah, that we were able to mm-hmm. form mm-hmm. Uh, results in the continued relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. Like um, that, you would have the quote unquote audacity <laughs> right, like, to ask it's me. It's the audacity for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to travel this mm-hmm. far, mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, that ain't that far. Yeah, it's the love, right? Yeah. Like, the, yeah. uh, I'm not coming here out of guilt. Mm-hmm. That's yes, true. Please don't. <laughs> and um, and and the security of knowing how to get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Because he knows. I do know. <laughs> we will do multiple ways. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Where you at, Doctor Leach? Where you at? Like, my mom was even like, "Oh, why didn't you tell me sooner? I could have made him some of those cookies and." <laughs> cakes that he had last i said mom everybody don't need a platter That's of right. cakes and cookies right. so they see you again so she was she was trying to get you next time <laughs> so shout out to wall to wall right. uh sweets and treats uh, you know uh, 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 uh. but no truly i mean it's just it's just, it's sort of an embodiment uh-huh. right of what we're talking about yeah. absolutely yeah. uh and it's unfair Mm-hmm. <laughs> for folk that don't make more use mm-hmm. yeah yeah right like that's just tragic yeah it is 
It definitely makes me think about, uh, you know, and I'm not going to ask you specifically about yours, but like um, your attachment style and just how your energy presents itself, Mm -hmm. which how it is magnetic to certain types of individuals, Mm, um, like the two of us, Mm -hmm. you know, and how like, no, this is somebody that we want to have continue be a part of our life, Mm -hmm. even though the the structure that brought us together exists no more that's right that's right <laughs> yeah. for any of us right yeah. yeah yes that is so ironic yeah and that the hierarchy that existed previously yeah. in that relationship um does not exist mm-hmm. anymore mm-hmm. Yeah. and being able to um have the capacity to change along with mm-hmm. the change in that hierarchy yes. yeah mm-hmm. and i because you know what the thing about it is i remember um very close to once Dr. Leach hooded us, mm. he immediately said, you can call me Michael now. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> I'm not I'm ready. Not, I'm not ready no. for that. <laughs> I do it every now and then just, yes. to, just, to, just to try it on. Uh-huh. <laughs> it doesn't feel right. I can't. I, I don't know if I've ever, well, just now. <laughs> I throw it out like, every now and then. Sing Mufasa. <laughs> but it's so beautiful, though. Like, I feel like as an adult, you don't really get a lot of opportunities to build relationships like that. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in a doctoral program, you're like, I don't, I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> um, so the fact that you can, I'm going to use a, a word that our attachment person might not like <laughs> cleave um, <laughs> to the person who is like really feeding your spirit in that mm-hmm. moment yeah um because it is a very lonely process and you are second guessing a mm-hmm. lot of things mm-hmm. um putting yourself through this torture yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. so um having someone like a dr leach or for me it was you know dr robinson dr mm-hmm. sue robinson like mm-hmm. having these type of people it's like mm-hmm. wow mm-hmm. like okay i i can do this like they believe in me. Mm-hmm. I believed in myself, but then I forgot, yeah. and yeah. they reminded me. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's it's that parenting component, but not in a parenting aspect. Mm-hmm. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's just yeah. In, in adulthood. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's what it looks like in adulthood. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know if you were uh, diagnosing uh, our traditional academia. As insecurely attached. <laughs> um, right? I wasn't, but I can see where you're going. Right, right. <laughs> because I don't know that if it if it is difficult to form these relationships in adulthood, mm, as gotcha. much as my oh my, do we participate in structures yeah. and systems yeah. that are unable yeah. to um, cultivate. Mm-hmm true community yeah mm-hmm. right like, yeah um because this has been easy yeah <laughs> you see what i'm saying uh-huh. um, yeah. i know it is difficult uh-huh. but i know it is not difficult right you can't see what i'm saying right? yes like, it <laughs> is in the general world that, that, I, yes that, i know what you're saying yeah but i can look to particular relationships yes and say, it yeah is not difficult definitely to develop maintain mm-hmm. long-term relationships across mm-hmm. time right that evolve and change mm-hmm. because the exactly. nature of the relationship needs to evolve and change <laughs> yes right. yes that's one of the first things that i remember 
talking to Dr. Strickland about when they decided to open this practice. Mm. Um, because I personally, because I know where I come from, I need an element of family yeah. wherever I'm at. I yes. need connectedness because I'll be out here wandering by myself. Don't know nothing is going on. Mm-hmm. So I need an element of that. And if I can't be my authentic, real, quirky, goofy self, mm-hmm. it's not going to work out yep. well. Yep. And plus, I done spent too much money on this education to be not having the type of job That's I right. want. <laughs> <laughs> Got that right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Man, well, I don't know, guys. Y'all got enough? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any additional or final thoughts, Dr. Leach? Or mm-hmm. Michael? <laughs> See how she still said it low? Michael. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I think I'm going to say it. <laughs> that may be the military brat in me. It feels slightly disrespectful. Yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. We need to be suspicious of our own minds. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't really think so. Okay. Uh, there is there is so much joy uh, in the game hiding and uh, hide and seek. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so fun getting in the closet behind the curtain <laughs> under the pillows uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. and it's just like oh I'm I'm gonna make it real hard for them <laughs> to find me mm-hmm. and there is nothing more tragic than not being found mm-hmm. yeah and I am grateful that the three of you are in this sacred profession of playing hide and, and seek mm. with your patients. Don't have me on here crying. Jeez. Oh, My no. eyes not. You're ready to be sweating, <laughs> Dr. Leach. <laughs> so keep finding them because they're hiding. Mm. I can't do that. <laughs> We're all a bunch of babies. Well, literally. <laughs> it's beautiful work. Thank you. And tough work. And not for the faint. No. And should never be done alone. No. Because you can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. No. Make sure you get paid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to speak to that. Because it's valuable. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of and that. Necessary. Yes. All of that. Uh, I think that has been one of the most helpful things about having the people like the legacy people that are at the office Mm -hmm. i love all of our new individuals Mm -hmm. and i would never say anything negative Mm -hmm. but you know that the first set of people that came Mm -hmm. you know all of us together and that fight to be in this do this Mm -hmm. make it successful Mm -hmm. um and just the way we had to lean on one another, yes. you know, as a somewhat dismissive individual, <laughs> <That's a stretch. laughs> uh, it is a learning experience yes. that you can growing experience. Yes. Growing experience. Preparing experience. Yes. That you can allow people in mm. um, 
and that you can allow yourself to be in yes mm-hmm. uh, with someone else yeah that's gorgeous yeah so mm-hmm. they know i love them mm-hmm. yeah my sister's from another mister mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and i would say from the avoidant person <laughs> that it i had to learn how to let to stay and sit still even when it felt uncomfortable mm-hmm. even when i was I don't want to say I was hurt. Well, I guess so. Sure. When I was hurt yes. or, you know, whatever. It's an ordinary thing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I had to learn how to stay and not be like, okay, yeah, well, we can close. I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go off by myself now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Look at you getting us in our feels. <laughs> like the, a true therapist. I know. The interns is like, y'all are always in your feels. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah i can't help it i'm a feeler (laughs) ah i'm such a thinker i'm a thinker than a feeler yeah me too because i'm like oh okay let me lead with what's the logic yes yeah and then once the logic has taken in it's like (laughs) 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 well you ain't gonna never see that part yeah (laughs) come out of me no man that's very observant of you. Mm. <laughs> He's like, I've already psychoanalyzed all of y'all a long time. Okay. You forgot you were my students, right? <laughs> What'd you say, Dr. Leach? I'm going to send you the bill. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to send you, I'm going to pay you with mom's food. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, we definitely thank yes. you. Mm. This thank has you, been thank you, thank you. a wonderful, beautiful experience, as always. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we always enjoy you know, talking with you and spending time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's so good to be able to have an experience like this in a different kind of way mm-hmm. versus just being a student, yeah, being sure. able to interact with you as a colleague, yes. mm-hmm. you know, and understand and pick yes. your brain in a different kind of way. Yes. Yeah. Um, it definitely f- feels different. But just like we were saying a little bit earlier about that transition of relationship, yep. because that mm-hmm. hierarchy of professor student yep. is not present. Yep. Um, but you're still doing it without <laughs> it feeling like that's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. definitely. Okay. So as we always end off with a quote, Dr. Jones Hines. Okay. And this quote is by Donald Woods Winnicott. The fact that grief takes so long to resolve is not a sign of inadequacy, but betokens depth of the soul. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.